Thanks for listening to the Stepping to the Edge podcast. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast app. And it would truly mean the world to me if you would pause for just a second, give me a five-star rating and review. Then be sure to share this episode with a woman you know would be inspired to step to the edge of her life after hearing this message. That's how we get this message out to more women around the world. And if you'd like to continue the conversation, hit me up on Instagram at Stepping to the Edge. Or check out my website at www.steppingtotheedge.com to discover all the ways we can work together. Thank you for being part of this mission. And until next time, I encourage you to go out there and bravely step to the edge of your life and do something for yourself today that will bring you more joy, more health, and more fulfillment. Welcome back to the Stepping to the Edge podcast. I'm Steph Johnston, your host, and I am thrilled that you are here with me today. Today, we are going to kick off a series of short, sweet, digestible episodes that I am hoping will serve you, will help to serve you activate more joy in your life and to really encourage you. I guess that's really what I'm hoping in these next few episodes is that you will be encouraged to take one action from something that resonates or that you learn in one of these episodes and really put it into action in your life. What I plan to share over these next few episodes are part of the pillars of joy. And I am just so deeply committed to sharing and providing value for you in a way that is going to encourage you to take action. So grab a cup of coffee, sit back and join me because these are going to be a series of beautiful, short, sweet episodes that I hope you love. So today let's talk about generosity and giving. This topic seems appropriately timed because here in Canada, we're approaching Thanksgiving. If you know me or you've been following along with the podcast for a while, You may already know that generosity is one of my core values. I also believe and coach that the simple act of being generous can activate more joy in your life. To learn more about that and each of the pillars of joy I teach on, I invite you to head over to episode number four here on the podcast, The Pillars of Joy. This remains my most popular episode and actually one of my most downloaded episodes as well. In that episode, I share an overview of each of the pillars, but for the purpose of today's episode, I'm going to share about generosity, the benefits. Oh yes, there are benefits both for you as the giver, as well as the recipients of your generosity. And I'm going to share with you five simple ways to activate more generosity in your life. So let's begin. Let's dive in with a quote that I love. Winston Churchill once said, We make a living by what we get. We make a life by what we give. That's a juicy one. So powerful. You make the world a better place because it is contagious when you are generous. Others are affected by this and are going to do it too. You trigger a pay it forward effect. This creates a snowball effect. I have seen this in my life time and time again. When you are generous, when you are giving of your spirit, of your time, we see that impact out in a ripple effect. You can be generous in your time. You can be generous in your knowledge. Maybe there are skills that you or knowledge that you can be sharing out to create impact. You can be generous with a helping hand. 
You can be generous with your stuff. And we're going to talk about that shortly. And of course you can be generous with your money. So let's talk about those benefits of being generous. We often think of generosity as being selfless, um, but not selfish. But for the moment, let's flip the script for a second. There are incredible benefits for you in practicing generosity as part of your lifestyle. The practice of generosity makes us happy. Giving our time and money to others gives us an emotional boost. According to research, it's because feeling good is a product of doing good. It's actually built into our neurochemistry. Giving triggers feel-good chemicals like endorphins, dopamine, oxytocin. Generous people report being happier, healthier, more satisfied with their lives. And bonus, generosity may also lower our stress. I mean, amen to that. I think we could all do with a dose of reducing our stress. Generosity also produces with us a sense that we are capable of making a difference in the world, that we are actively addressing the needs of those around us, and that we are shaping our community into a healthier and happier one. And this is one that I really want to just take a second to expand on, because I think one of the things that comes up for me as I think about the act of being generous and how that can impact our community and even our world as a whole There's also an element of control here that I think we can take back when we're being generous. And what I mean by that is when you're watching the news or you're listening to the news or, you know, whether it's social media or TV, radio, podcasts, whatever that is, there's a lot of stuff going on in the world that is, you know, stressful and that can be creating feelings of anxiousness for you, right? Whether it is environmental, like we're seeing the devastation that's being created by storms in North America, whether it is acts of war that we are seeing around the world that are absolutely devastating to the human spirit. When we think about acts of generosity, it allows you to reground in what is within your control, what is within your circle of influence. How can you create something or contribute to something that makes an impact for someone else? Being generous allows you to be part of the solution. So those are really the benefits that I wanted to dig into as we think about generosity. And it really is flipping that script because I think a lot of times we consider the act of being generous or giving back as being really selfless. And it is, we are being selfless. We're being giving of our, of our spirit, our time, our money, but there are also beautiful benefits. And I want to acknowledge those benefits because they are important and they may encourage you to take that first step in being really generous. So in that spirit of taking steps to be really generous, I want to share with you now five simple ways to activate more generosity in your life. So number one, volunteer. This will always be one that I encourage. If you have not experienced an opportunity of volunteering and giving back, I encourage you to do so. Volunteer for a cause based on your passions. That can be a really simple and effective way to choose a way to volunteer if you've not done it before. 
there are countless charities and causes that need your support. And I am sure there is one that you can find within your own community that is directly in line with your most compelling passions. So ask yourself, what am I most passionate about? Is it the environment, child nutrition, access to healthcare or animal rights? What about education, civil rights, or clean water? Identify what passions already move you and then find a committed organization that supports that cause and joyfully help them in their work. Give of your time. This experience will change you. I promise the opportunities that I have had in my life to volunteer and to give back are some of the most impactful moments in my life and some of the most beautiful memories that I carry with me on a daily basis. The second way to activate more generosity in your life is to perform acts of kindness. You can be as creative and involved as you want, devoting days to an elaborate project or just doing good in a few quick seconds. This does not have to be elaborate. So here are some acts of kindness that I would love to suggest, and some of them may seem really minor or inconsequential, but I want to remind you that something that seems really simple or inconsequential to you may have a tremendous impact on the recipient. So always keep that in mind. So the first one is holding open a door for someone. It's just manners. It's chivalry. You can call it whatever you want, but simply holding the door open. If you are, you know, booting around your office or you're heading into the mall and you're opening up the door and you see that person that is just behind you, slow down for a second, hold the door for them. I promise you, you're making an impact on their day. Pay the bill for the person behind you in the drive-thru. We hear this one often with random acts of kindness, right? You're going through the drive-through and you pay for the coffee for the person behind you. That can create a really beautiful um, ripple effect. If you've ever been in one of those situations where you pull up and somebody's already paid for your coffee, now you pay for the coffee for the person behind you. And it's just a really beautiful way to give back. It actually gives me goosies. I end up with like goosebumps about it because I love that one. Um, letting someone with a few items cut in front of you at the grocery store. So think about it. You've got this huge cart full of groceries. You're standing in line. You've been at work all day. You're tired. You just want to get home. And the person who gets them behind you in line has two things. Have you ever been in that situation? (laughs) I for sure have. And the first thing that comes to mind may be, oh, I just want to get home, right? Like I'm tired. I just want to get home. But really think about what impact could you have on that individual by just allowing them to cut in front of you in line? And really what's it going to cost you a couple of minutes? Try smiling and saying hello to a stranger or even another favorite, allow a car to cut in front of you in traffic. That can be one that is almost triggering. You know, if you're sitting in traffic and there's that car beside you, that's kind of like edging in and edging in and edging in, you know, just let them in. I mean, really, they got one car length ahead. It made them feel good. And it makes you feel good because you let that car in. So those are just some quick tips on performing acts of random kindness. The third way to activate generosity in your life is to compliment someone. This costs you nothing. It's easy and it always lifts my mood. And I know that it impacts the person that you are complimenting. Consider complimenting a complete stranger on her blouse. Tell the waitress that she has a beautiful smile. Acknowledge great 
customer service. As somebody who has worked for 25 plus years in retail, I encourage you when you experience great customer service, acknowledge it. That makes a huge impact. Praise the cashier at the grocery store for being really fast or for doing a really beautiful job of packing your groceries in a way that won't crush your bread and break your eggs. Send a friend a note and let her know, you know, let her know. I see you. I see you showing up online. I see what you're doing there. I see that you are trying to build an incredible business. And I want you to know, I think you're doing an amazing job. Complimenting someone takes you out of yourself for a minute, um, which can often be a relief and allows us to really pour into someone else to make someone else feel good. And through that act of generosity, through generously making someone else feel good in the moment, we automatically feel better about ourselves. We shift our focus and we also shift our perspective. Number four, the fourth way to activate more generosity in your life. And I want you to stick with me on this one because this one could be a little triggering, maybe a little sticky for some people, but I just want to be able to break down for you that when we talk about financial donations, it doesn't have to be this huge, overwhelming thing. And oftentimes you'll hear people say, well, I don't have the money to donate that. Um, you know, we see these grandiose donations, which are incredible, but I also want to recognize and acknowledge here in the moment that there are many organizations and nonprofits, charities in your community that would be served through a very small cash donation. And so let's talk about that. So let's talk about diverting one specific expense. So for a set period of time, I would challenge you, maybe try it for a month, divert one specific expense to the charity of your choosing. So how could you do this? What does this look like? Okay. Let's consider that coffee habit you have (laughs) is near and dear to my heart. If you know me, you know, I love my two cups of coffee in the morning, but what if you gave up Starbucks for a month? Don't panic. I'm not asking you to give it up forever, but I'm asking you to hear me out. Calculate the money you'll save and then redirect it to a specific cause or charity that you're passionate about. So let's look at an example here. If you're buying a grande latte, hi, welcome to pumpkin spice latte season, right? All of my pumpkin spice friends. Here in Canada, if you are purchasing a grande pumpkin spice latte, you are paying $6.50 each time. If you are purchasing a grande latte once a day before work on your way to work or maybe at work, that is $6.50 times five days a week times four weeks of the month. That's $130 you are spending at Starbucks each month. So if you were to divert that spend, you could donate $130 to the charity of your choice. So also consider this. I know giving up your coffee, like giving up Starbucks and having to make coffee at home might be a little sticky for some people. Maybe you don't want to give it up every single day of the week. Okay. So let's shift our perspective a little bit. Give up your Starbucks on Tuesdays. No, I'm not going to make you give it up on Mondays. I know we all love a good Starbucks on a Monday. We need that kickstart to our week. 
but maybe give it up on Tuesdays. So let's go back to our example. $6.50 for that pumpkin spice latte. We're going to give it up once a week times four weeks in the month. That's $26. $26 that you can now divert to a cause or a charity that is important to you. Now I want you to consider this. The Daily Bread Food Bank in the Toronto area with its support from corporate donations and sponsors can turn your $1 donation to a meal for one child. That means that your $26 donation, that $26 donation that you were able to redirect from giving up coffee once a week for a month, that $26 you just saved can turn into 26 meals. Think about the impact of that. When food insecurity in our communities is at an alarming all-time high, think about the impact that you could make by generously donating $26 that would turn into 26 meals, 26 children that would be served by your donation. It gives you food for thought, doesn't it? Whatever you choose, I recommend picking something that would be fun to give up, something unique that you'll remember, and setting a specific period of time for the experiment will make it more achievable. And to make it even more fun, I encourage you to bring together an accountability group. Maybe this is a group that you're in a mastermind with. Maybe this is coworkers or girlfriends, you know, moms that meet at the bu- the bus stop every day when you're dropping off your kids, or maybe it's people that you work with. Pull together a group. This is a beautiful project to do with people that you work with and have everybody commit to this. Have everybody commit to giving up that one coffee on Tuesdays from Starbucks and diverting that money that would have been spent on coffee to the charity of your choice. It is going to create a ripple effect. Think about it. If you giving up that one coffee a week is going to raise $26, if you had 10 people in your group from work, now we're talking $260. We're talking 260 meals. That is an impact. That is a ripple effect that you are creating with one simple act of generosity. And finally, number five, our fifth way to activate generosity in your life, purge. (laughs) This is one of the easiest and one of my favorites. It is wintertime almost, almost. I know it's fall. It's beautiful. As I'm recording this, the sun is shining, the leaves are changing, but we know that winter is coming, right friends? And if you open up your closet, there are probably winter coats, gloves, hats, scarves, boots, anything in there that you either don't like anymore. They don't fit anymore. You're not going to wear them anymore. Maybe the kids have outgrown them. This is your moment to purge your closets, clean out those closets and generously give away items you no longer use clothing, household items, books, toys. This can feel so good because you're not only passing along items that will serve someone else, you're clearing the clutter in your own home, which feels so good. So purging is an easy one. This is an easy option for sure. So those are our five ways to activate generosity in your life. So to recap, volunteer, perform acts of kindness, 
compliment someone, divert one specific expense, maybe that coffee. And number five, purge. Five ways you can activate more generosity in your life. And now I'm boldly going to ask you to practice one more act of generosity. If this episode has resonated with you, if you've learned something or been reminded of something through this conversation, I invite you to leave a five-star rating and review and share this podcast with someone you know will be served by it. Share it with a girlfriend or someone you work with. Encourage them to listen in and join the community. Encourage them to join the conversation. And as always, I invite you to head over to Instagram, slide into the DM, send me a message. Let me know which of these five ways to activate more generosity truly resonated with you. Which one are you going to try? If you're going to divert an expense, I want to hear all about it. If you're giving up coffee, I want to hear all about it, but share your ideas with me, share your experiences with me. I want to be in this conversation with you. And finally, friends, as I wrap this episode, as always, I want to encourage you to take one small step towards your edges today. Take one action that will move you in the direction of your dreams. Thank you for being here, friend. It means the world to me. Until next time, bye for now. Thanks for listening to the Stepping to the Edge podcast. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast app, and it would truly mean the world to me if you would pause for just a second, give me a five-star rating and review, then be sure to share this episode with a woman you know will be inspired to step to the edge of her life after hearing this message. That's how we get this message out to more women around the world. And if you'd like to continue the conversation, hit me up on Instagram at Stepping to the Edge. Or check out my website at www.steppingtotheedge.com to discover all the ways we can work together. Thank you for being part of this mission. And until next time, I encourage you to go out there and bravely step to the edge of your life and do something for yourself today that will bring you more joy, more health, and more fulfillment.